What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to Here There Be Monsters Bare Bones. I am your captain, Derek Hayes. At long last, the first installment of Bare Bones, the format for these mini-episodes will be very similar to the regular show, just much shorter. Basically, I wanted to find a way to get more stories out to my listeners, so here it goes. Tonight's story is about a series of Ouija board experiences one man had over one year's time. About nine years ago, when I was 18 or 19, I decided to surprise my friends by buying a Ouija board. I was, and still am, a skeptic and non-believer in the supernatural, but I thought it would be a fun and silly thing for us to bring and use around town. I walked into a local record store and found a Hasbro brand Ouija for about 20 bucks. I knew that the first place I wanted to use it was one of my best friend's houses, as it was rumored that the previous owner had drowned himself in the bathtub. This has never been confirmed to my knowledge. A younger sibling of this friend had also talked about a little Indian boy who would come into her room at night and lift her off the ground. This was corroborated by the mother who swore she entered the young person's room after she heard screaming and witnessed the bed feet off the ground and then she saw it fall back down. Also, this friend tragically had their father pass away at an early age, leading them to believe in such things as spirits and what have you. Although I do not believe in ghosts, I do know this particular young person has a haunted past, and I think their inner turmoil manifests itself in many profound ways, including the happenings surrounding the Ouija board. I will refer to this person as Jesse. It was my two best friends and I. We went into the bathroom where the purported suicide had taken place, turned out all the lights, lit candles, and started using the board. Jesse was always one to initiate trying to contact the ghost because Jesse had read up on how to properly use a Ouija board. The planchette instantly began to move around and began talking to us. All three of us, of course, denied moving the piece of plastic. The board told us that there were now four of us in the room and that it was a little child that was speaking to us. After we had used the board for a bit and were sufficiently creeped out, Jesse said goodbye. This experience made us obsessed to a point. We started using it very frequently with as many friends as we could in multiple places. Here's a few times to stick in my mind, as well as my thoughts. 
Jesse's mother was frightened of the toy and vowed never to use it. Once, when she drank enough wine to become quite intoxicated, we convinced her to use it. After this session had started, Jessie's mother became incoherent. Her eyes rolled back into her head, and she began speaking in a very deep and masculine tone. While what I heard was gibberish, my friends believed to be Latin. My explanation? She was drunk. A large group of us got together to use the board one night. We took turns sitting out of using it and asked the board personal questions that we thought no one using the board would know the answer to. Luigi was correct every time. This led some of the people we were with to stop using it as they became scared. So perhaps we all knew each other better than we thought. I took the board to a graveyard with one of my off-and-on romantic interests. This person had recently delved very heavily into hard drug, but was sober at the time of this trip, as I did not like to be around them while they were using. We sat on top of a grave and began talking with it. It said there were many spirits to talk to. The planchette started moving very, very fast, spelling out XTC kills, repeating itself many times until the friend wanted to stop and we quit using it. So either their subconscious or my subconscious was seemingly coming through the board, wanting her to stop using the drug. A large group of us used it at a friend's house that I had never been to before. We were in the living room with a hardwood floor. The lights were off and we had candles lit. We began asking the spirit we were talking to to give us proof of its presence. Things began happening around the room. The fan turned on, the candles went out, and a small marble rolled into the room from the hallway. We were the only ones at the house. The room was very quiet, and I remember the marble rolling down along the floor being the only thing that we could hear. I will never forget that sound. Now all of this could have been a prank, or just some kind of weird coincidence. After a year or so of using the Ouija board very often, it became very popular around town. Large groups of us would go off into the woods and have drunken, spooky camping trips. We would take it to parties, and most people seemed to think it was truly contacting something. Enough strange things had happened surrounding the board, and I was ready to let it go. I was done. I was good friends with a middle-aged woman in her 50s. She was very interested in the board, and when I told her that I was going to get rid of it, she said she wanted it. So I gave it to her. By this time, I had no idea where the box was, and I just had the worn-out board and a planchette. I gave them to her and did not think about it for some time. A few weeks later, I woke up and started getting dressed. I opened my sock drawer, and inside was the planchette. I lived miles away from the woman I gave the board to. and She also did not know where I lived. She told me she had lost a planchette not too long after me giving it to her, and that it had been sitting in her closet for quite some time. I put the planchette in my car so that the next time I saw her, I could give it to her. And I did. Not long after that. Days later, I opened my sock drawer again to find the planchette. I called her again and received a very similar story as before. I gave it back to her yet again. And that was the last time I saw the board or the planchette. I lost contact with a woman not too long after this, but I heard that she burned the board. These are just a few of my experiences with the Ouija board. There are many more. I have not talked about any of this to anyone in well over eight years. So anyway, thank you. Thank you for submitting your story. Uh, Back in episode eight, I did a show on Ouija boards and even touched on how they work. Now, I can't account for all reports, but it seems the majority of them can be explained. For more on how they quote-unquote work, head over to episode eight, and listen to the Science of Scams segment on the show. 
But to paraphrase that show, a person using the board can get so wrapped up in what's going on that they do not realize that their own subconscious is actually making them move the planchette. So, next time you use a Ouija board, keep that in mind. Or, you know, it could be a ghost. Thank you for listening to this week's Bare Bones installment. Check back next week for another mini-episode. Remember, if you'd like to submit your story, the number is one 608 night or submit via the website at www.heretherebemonsterspodcast.com. Thank you for listening, and until next week, 